Hey everybody, how are you doing? This is Stu with another uh, podcast for What the Fuck Gym Talk. So I wanted to talk today about, um, I've talk, I talk a lot about like obviously the PT first model and and just like to go on the record, I don't think like this is mine, right? Like I came up with this. I hope everyone realizes that, that this PT first model has existed way before me. Um, and I, I'm not even the first one to start screaming it at affiliate owners to start doing it. You know, Patterson and the Mad Labs guys have been doing that for a while. Um, but, you know, one of the other reasons I really like this model, I've talked about the, the financial, what, I, what it does for the business, but it, it's what I believe on the coaching side of this, coaching development. So that's a, a big topic with micro gym owners, right? Is, you know, developing good coaches, how to get them up the par. Because, um, again, one of the hardest things a lot of gyms have is creating sustainable, you know, wages, salaries, careers for actual coaches. And they're always afraid, you know, well, the coach is going to get fed up with it and leave down this, you know, open up a gym down the street, take my clients and that whole thing. So I want to talk about why I like the PT first model for the development of coaches. The number one thing is this, again, we just make the, let's all just take a deep breath and accept this. The majority of gym owners out there are just coaches that somehow, some way turned owners right? And when I say coaches, I mean, they have their level one for some period of time, but they probably, for most, there are definitely outliers, but there's a lot of us that really have no, we like, we did nothing in the space of exercise, phys, kinesiology, human performance, strength and conditioning prior, right? We fell into this. And again, that's not my, my beef isn't with that, but we have an opportunity now as micro gym owners to really enhance the ability of someone's coaching. And I will tell you this, it is not in just throwing a green coach into a class or it's not in having a brand new coach just shadow you as you while you coach a class. I truly believe that coaching development is best done in a one-on-one setting. And here's why. You show me your best group coach, right? Group class coach, and yeah, they might be phenomenal. I can't concur with that. I can't check that box until I've seen them in a one-on-one setting. And here's why. Okay, coach Johnny coach 15 individuals on the deadlift and kipping and knees to elbows and have them ready for a 20 minute workout within 30 minutes. Okay. Johnny goes ahead and does that. He's generally, and we all know this to be true. He's going to spend between three and a half, maybe four minutes. If he does a great job with every single client, like if that, you know, he's probably going to spend probably less time than that per person. Right now I tell Johnny, this is Carol, right? Carol is brand new. Carol has, uh, she's bought PT. You have one hour to teach her the deadlift and to get her on a pull-up bar and teach her some basic, you know, a hanging uh, knee raise, right? Just something very elementary. Or maybe you have to teach her kipping or whatever it may be. Johnny does the class thing and there's always critique. Well, you missed this or you could have done this or whatever. And the main thing that Johnny has to fall back on is, well, I know, but it was a class. I had to run over and do this and I had to do that. Like he's cat, he's a cat herder. That's what you are when you're a group coach. You are a cat herder. Some people are very, are just phenomenal cat herders. Their cats get better. They get fitter and all that. They make the cats laugh. They're just a great fucking cat herder. But show me Johnny in a one-on-one setting where he has no distractions, he has no opportunity to put the blame on anything, and can you teach Carol, this brand new individual, the deadlift, and some modified version of a knees to elbows or a hanging knee raise, you know, within 30, 40 minutes, and then do a 15 or 20 minute workout with her? 
Can you stay in an engaged conversation with this human being? Can you develop a relationship with them? One that's gonna enable you to um, sell more sessions to them as needed? Are you able to, you know, are you responsible enough to engage in the scheduling and rescheduling and, you know, communication with the client, right? I believe that all coaches, when they're engaging with personal uh, training clients, they should be in charge of setting the schedule, right? There shouldn't, you don't have to put your GM in that position. So these are some of the reasons I really like the PT first model as it comes to staff development. When I'm working with a brand new coach, it is way easier for me to teach them the ropes on how to coach movement in a one-on-one setting. I can sit back and watch a brand new coach who just got his level one work with Carol, who again, her very first time ever, and he's gonna work with her on the kettlebell deadlift. He is no, he's not rushed because there's 15 other people. He's not looking at the clock and oh, do I have enough time for this and having to run around and make modifications. I mean, we can all agree. Like, and again, if you don't agree with me on this, I'd love to argue it with you, but do you really think the best way to develop a coach is in a group setting first? Do you really think so or do you think, hey, Maybe it's a good idea to start them off in a one-on-one setting, get them really good at coaching these movements in a one-on-one, and then move them in the group, right? And there can be progressions to this whole thing. But that is another reason I really like the PT first model. Now, the great thing about it too is that coach gets paid really fucking well for his one-on-ones in which the client's getting a good experience, you're getting to do coaching development, but the the coach is getting paid. You know, Maybe they're making 45% of the overall gross of the session. How much are you paying someone to shadow you for a class? I know a lot. there's a lot of gyms out there that aren't paying that person anything. They look at it as, hey, I'm doing you the favor, letting you shadow me, and you're learning from me. Why should I pay you? And I'm not saying I don't agree with that. I'm just saying that I'm just trying to make the argument again because I do believe in this PT first model. And, I, and this is just a different angle I'm trying to take on it is one of you're going to develop much better coaches in a one-on-one setting first. Just like we all know, it's probably better that someone learns to you know, do a deadlift before they learn to do a power clean. We know it's probably best that they learn to press and push press before they do a jerk. So again, just think of it like that. And a lot of coaches are in a rush to get, to get people going. Um, I would tell you to pump the brakes. Do, you know, I rec again, I recommend the PT first thing, but if for anything else, if you're just experimenting with it, because a lot of gyms have some kind of personal training going on, I would recommend start having your brand new coaches start getting um, their feet wet in their coaching in an individual experience. It makes the ability for you to watch it and perfect it 10 times better, and it takes a lot of the pressure off the individual. And if you're telling me, oh, they're, but Stu, no, they, they're way more nervous in a one on one, I'd say, like what, like in a one-on-one over a group, like that, it just doesn't make any fucking sense, right? And for any of you guys that have coaches, you're like, Stu, I've tried this, that my coaches just don't want to do one-on-one, they'd rather do group. Here's my guess. Number one is because they're not really good fucking coaches. I'll be honest, one-on-one exposes. If you suck at coaching that deadlift and that, you know, knees to elbow, it's fucking blatantly obvious. There is nothing you can hide behind. It just shows that you suck at coaching and you need you have work, right? But again, like I said, I don't blame anyone sucking for coaching. Oh, you were a CrossFit client for seven months and then you took a level one cert and you coach for a year and now you think you're in a meet? Like, no, it's a craft, right? Like people who really consider themselves quality coaches have been doing this for double digit years at a minimum. So here's here's my thing. Give it a go. Again, even for those of you guys that are not taking the whole PT first method is how to get people going, I probably 
I bet you have some personal training going on. Start using it to work with your new coaches, and I think you'll be really surprised how much quicker they advance and how much more you're able to really, you know, correct and how you know the uh, the tips and the corrections, even and even live, you know, during the session, you're able to make to help them, and they're going to become a much better group coach. Just my two cents. Hope you guys have a good night. Talk to you later.